0: Join us for the very first IFL Live at London's Indigo at the O2, Sunday, August the 13th, with me, and Cassius, and some very special guests, Eddie Hearn, Darren Barker, Johnny Fisher, and more. Tickets now on sale. So in the words of Eddie Hearn,
1: you get up, you dress up, and you fucking show up. This is Irma Ahmed for IFL TV, I'm joined by Hall of Fame promoter Frank Warren, and um, yeah, a lot going on uh, in boxing recently. Let's start with um, one of your old good pals, Mike Tyson. <laughs> um, going to be involved in the event with Saudi Arabia. He's training Francis and Ghana Obviously goes up against your guy Tyson Fury. Um, going to be interesting seeing Mike on Fight Week, Frank?
0: Yeah, I mean, uh, we'll be seeing him. I'm more interested in seeing what happens in the ring. That'd be more interesting to me. And it'll be another, it be another situation where we've been involved in a fight, where he's been involved in, and our man wins.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, of course, we know, we know the history with you and Mike Tyson, right? But from an a, a event point of view, to have Mike Tyson involved, uh, it's good for you guys, obviously.
0: Well, look, it, you know, he shows he's a tra- he's training in Ghana, and uh, and it obviously adds a bit to it. And uh, you know, one thing's for sure is uh, it bring more eyeballs along to the event. Uh, as I said I'm very confident from day one this is going to be a massive event and uh, you know Mike Tyson one one thing whatever you think of Mike Tyson he's got a tremendous knowledge of boxing there's no doubt about that
1: what do you actually think of Mike Tyson honestly
0: what do I think of him? Yeah, I don't I very very rarely think of him
1: (laughs) All right, we'll leave on that one there uh, Frank, obviously the the, the biggest story uh, recently in boxing has been the fact that Joshua White has been called off. Um, not sure whether the show is going to go ahead still, but yeah, what was your initial reaction to everything?
0: Well, you know, it, it's the board, the uh, British Boxing Board of Control, obviously said the fight couldn't go ahead, and the promoters had no choice but to, to uh, call the fight off. Um, and that's the position as far as Ilion's concerned. He's got to. You know, comply and go along with the, the system that tests that tests is be so important and he's got to explain why whatever's been found in his system is in there or not and uh, that's what's that that's what he's, he's got to do and the sooner the better and then he either if what he says is true he can get on with his career if it's not true then he's got a massive problem but it needs to be dealt with it needs, this is exactly how all these cases should be dealt with quickly if you
1: were handling this show and you've got just, you know, a, literally less than a week, um, a pay-per-view fight um, at the O2 and your A-side is ready to go, how would you handle this situation right now, Frank?
0: Well, you've got, you've got a number. First of all, you look at the fighters that you got on your roster and who are those who are available and do you want to make them act? But obviously, at the end of the day, you've got to get the the uh, the, uh, the other fighters other fighter which is AJ to agree to fight one of the guys that you put forward, if indeed you want to put one of them forward. I mean they got some good fighters there that they put in. But um I think they're looking at the long game rather than that. And I think they are, I, I I'm you know, I may be wrong. Maybe that show may, may get cancelled because of it. Um because he's looking at obviously getting a big payday in in uh in Saudi on the skills challenge show sometime next year.
1: Mm. There are a few obviously heavyweights on this card. Um You had a fight with Philip Hergovich and, and Dempsey McKean. Derek Chisora was going up against Gerald Washington. So there's four heavyweights there. A lot of people suggested one of them to go in with, uh, with AJ. Yeah.
0: I mean, I've, you know, they're, as you say, there they're to be done, but at the end of the day, it's AJ who's got to decide whether he wants to move forward with one of those fights. And, uh, there, there lies that there lies the, uh, the, the the question. Does he want to do that? And my my opinion. I may be wrong. My opinion. I don't think he does.
1: One of them was, uh, as I said, Derek Zora, who you had on on your show. In december
0: you know, I've got a lot of criticism for that. You know, he was ranked at the time. He was the highest ranked available opponent. Um, I don't see what you know. I don't see what what what. Um, he would gain out fighting Derek now. I mean, Derek was, was taken to school by Tyson again, and I just don't see where that goes. Um, I don't think people will buy into that, in my opinion.
1: Well, so you are saying if, if they did Chizora on pay per view with Joshua, you don't think that would sell? No,
0: yeah, you know, people may want to watch it. I don't know, but I mean, you know, it's not a fight that appeals. To me, and and I had a lot of stick as well. I keep saying it, uh, you know, from certain quarters about when we made the fight with Tyson. Um, so, you know, I think people are double down on it now because Tyson, that's done such a job in his last one.
1: What do you think about the Philip Hergovich fight? He's on the card this Saturday.
0: That would that would be a decent fight because Hergovich is, uh, you know, he's a winning fighter. He had that um, that controversial win over Zane, but you know. I'd, I'd watch that. I would be. I would watch that fight. Yeah.
1: But on on probably on a, on a week's notice, um, when you've got the the fight with Wilder lined up for for January, would that would that be a sensible decision to take on? Philip they Logan? could
0: have made that fight. They could have made that fight with, you know, months ago if they wanted to. and They got both the fighters on their roster. They could have made it then. I mean, you know, he's a winning fighter. Would people have bought into? It. And he it would have got him in a better position because by fighting Hergovich, I think he would have took over his. His uh, position in the uh, in the IBF,
1: Frank. I know you're away and you probably haven't been uh, on your phone much and, and looking at what's been going on. But did you manage to see or hear what David Hay had to say about this situation?
0: I did see it. Yes, oh, I you did, did see it. it. Yeah, I did see said. Look but who knows? Who knows? Um, I don't know when the tests tests uh, were taken or when they were announced or when they got the results. I have no idea. Only only Matram and the fighters concerned know that so whether that's true or not that allegation you'd only know if you know if if they've had those results for a while if they had had them for a while then you know what positions all
1: right anything uh you want to add on this situation before we move on
0: no i just think that um I, I, it's a funny thing you know Everybody's very frustrated about this, and I, I, you know I am, and I know the fans are certainly. Are. Um, what is happening at the moment is that there, are, there are the tests are working. There are fighters being found to be positive, so they are working, um, and we we'll probably need more tests. We need to have more tests, you know, and I believe that somehow the funding's got to be found to make that happen. Um, I don't think the ball would have been sitting on their hands. They've been working hard in this. They certainly in this particular instance, haven't been sitting on their hands. It seems to me is the problem is you can't. It's the weak link in the whole matter. And that, that again, is frustrating. Um, and you've got to refer it back to the Connor, Connor, Connor Ben situation. You know, as time goes on, more and more comes out. And these lawyers have done a brilliant job for him as lawyers in his as for the second the second uh, failure that he had a uh, positive test that he had um, they've argued the jurisdiction of who can hear the disciplinary um, problem and they over jurisdiction it's, it's nobody can hear it according to them and that is a, a ridiculous result. you know my question to it is, has there been a hearing to determine whether that second test was a failure or not? Not talking about jurisdiction, I'm talking about hearing. Has there been Is that can you hear this noise? I can
1: hear a bit of background noise. Yeah, I'm still getting what you're saying though.
0: Let let me just stop there. I'll stop before
1: sorry, Sarah. has it Right, That's all right. I'm Just picking this back up. So are you saying there w- w- there wasn't a hearing on the second test for Conor Ben?
0: There was a hearing, but, it, but what I understand it was about was the jurisdiction. And what I'm asking the question is: Has any evidence been heard by a proper authority, like a drug you know, a, a, uh, a drug controlling authority? As to whether that second test is still positive or not. Did they clear Connor Ben's second test? Did he submit his B sample? Because what I'm hearing is that he didn't. And if he didn't, then the Border Control should appeal that. They should appeal that because they have the right to hear that case. If you look at the regulations, um, and I am for you all, all your, you know, for the haters out there, I do have to look at them. I do have to look at, look up and see what they say. So I know what I'm saying. If you look at it, it says, first of all, it's Rule 31 through, It says, the anti doping rules apply to all persons licensed, whether permanently, provisionally, temporary, or otherwise, to participate in professional boxing, or whichever it is the longer of A, the length of the license period, or B, 12 months from the date of issue of the license in accordance with the BBFC rules and regulations, whether or not the license holder is a citizen of or a resident yeah. in the UK. So the bottom line of that is that everybody involved in that has to, has to adhere to that regulation. And it goes on, we talked about this before, 315V says all license holders agree to cooperate fully with any world anti-doping code compliant anti-doping investigations or proceedings whether conducted by the uk anti-doping or any other competent body so what has happened there that the argument they've had has been over jurisdiction that stopped that from taking place mm. so i understand that is what i'm told is the position and the border control do have in their regulations the right to hear this it says in 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 this in these situations it actually says that if um if a boxer um it reach you know if a boxer has um has failed anything then they can call him and hear that it doesn't say you can get they can appoint you cat with them to hear yeah so i think they'll appeal it and they should appeal it because this is all. Conf- this is a confused message going out there. The message, what it sends out to box the other boxers, to young amateurs who want to turn pro, and to the public, is confusing and wrong. When we know it can easily be dealt with, this is wrong, and it needs to be sorted out. And we need to get sort of get this situation sorted out with stopping because it's becoming a farce, and all it's doing is damaging our sport on you know, on a regular basis, and. It, you know, even that to call in the Minister of Sport, whatever they must, must do to make sure that, it ha- that it's sorted out. You know, it's had, there's it, been a, according to what I understand, according to Ben's lawyers, and the latest, latest ruling was, neither the WBC or UK had jurisdiction over the second positive test result. So my question is, if they've done, who does? And who has?
1: Yeah. Okay. Frank, just to close off, uh, not long to go now to Poland. Have you spoken to to your man Daniel Dubois in camp in Spain? How's he doing?
0: Yeah. Sorry, just before we close off, there's yeah, another on. thing. That's, another thing that's come up as well. I'm reading other true it is that Matram are now working with drug-free sport. According to Victor Conti, um, drug-free sport reports these test room results only to Matram. A matrim is responsible for adjudicating any positive results. That's what allegedly is happening. Now, if that is happening, there's a couple of questions. One, has have, have they had any? Have they conducted any fights under this regime? And two, has anybody tested positive? And if they did, what did they do about it? And I suppose there's another question: is are they competent enough to? make these decisions based upon the fact that they were pushing for the fight to take place between Ben and Eubank after two positive tests by Conor Ben. Where, where did you hear that from? Victor Conte? It- no, it's out there. That's out there. That is out there. Apparently that's out there. And I that can't be right. That'd be like me or any other promoter. We've got the results in. Do we want them? Do we go to the fighters for the results? Say, for example, is Conor Ben fighting Eubank. You have got those results in from uh, uh from these people, and you say to Conor Ben, right, you've tested. This is all hypothetically, you've tested positive. Now, I don't know, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell the other side what the position is. You go to Eubank and say, right, he's tested positive. Do you still wanna fight? No one knows about this, because it's down to us to adjudicate on this. Do you want to take place? If he says, yes, then you've got a fight taking place with a guy who tested positive. Now that is not on, and it should not be allowed. And I, I don't, you know, and it's, for me, there's no excuse for this. We have a system, we've got VADA, who according to Batram, Eddie Hearn, up to a couple, couple of months ago, were the best testing organisation in the world. And we've got UCAD. Between the two of them, they should be able able to test people. And once they're tested, they should have to, and the rules are going to have to be amended if the the lawyers manage to, Ben's lawyers manage to um, change this. They're going to have to change the rules that when these rules do come out, these are the organizations or, or UK in our case, have to hear it. There's no going anywhere else. It's not about, it's not an argument of jurisdiction. That is what it is. Because if the fight you were going to have that you tested positive was going to take place in our jurisdiction, i.e., the UK, and you're saying that shouldn't be now because of that test that you shouldn't hear it, how can that be right? What is it? It's pointless. Mm. The whole thing becomes absolutely pointless. And lawyers are doing a great job. But, but it's not a job a, a job that is it might be in the interest of their client but it is not in the interest of the sport. in my opinion that you are taking the jurisdiction away from the uh drug testing authorities here it can't be right okay
1: okay you, uh just to, to the question i asked before have you spoken to daniel in camp in spain
0: Yes, but he's, he's in really good spirits. He's, he's getting a lot of southpaw sparring and he's really, he, he's you know, he seems extremely, extremely confident, uh, which is good and I'm pleased to hear that. Uh, it's a tough fight, I'm not saying anything, but I genuinely do think he's going to win it. And I think this is all going to be about his temperament. I know he's got the skills, he's got the power, he's got the youth, he's got all those things going for him. And I think it's all, all gonna, going to be about his temperament and I do believe he's
1: got the temperament for it okay well, we shall see listen well, so Frank enjoy the rest of your holiday um, I'll see you next week for the McCann-Baluta fight week in London it's a good fight eh yeah look forward to Dennis uh, right. in a big step up
0: sports social podcast network with the lucky land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere